This is your girl Brain. If you're listening to this, you know what day it is and what's on the menu. Welcome to Thursdays Off of Tea, where I'm serving you the hottest takes on things from relationships to current events. So let's sit back, relax, and get on with the show. Hey y'all, it's your girl Brie with the tea and you already know what day it is <laughs> and what's on the menu. Welcome to Thursdays Are For Tea podcast. If you didn't know where to find me, you can find me on Instagram at Thursdays Are For Tea pod, Twitter, Thurs Are, the number four, Tea pod, TikTok, I think it's the same thing as the Twitter, I'm not really sure. I didn't know last week and I don't know this week. Uh, let's talk. Alright, so I'll edit that out. Okay, so I want to thank you guys for your support. Um, my entry back into the game is lit. You know, two episodes back in from my break. Um, and I got more coming. I at least have four episodes lined up. So thank you if you voted in my poll ranking which um, topics you want to hear. So basically, the if you follow my Instagram, which you should plugging myself in one more time i posted up a poll where i had four ideas for episodes and i asked everybody to vote for what they wanted to hear so essentially how i counted it was i wanted everybody to vote and then i counted and the way i looked at it was the number of votes that i got per episode idea is the rank of how i play them of how i um record them so this was the highly most rated episode idea so let's get well let's not even get started yet we got to talk about it so what's on the menu this week basically current events and what's the tea time behind it i only found one worth talking about so we're just gonna talk about it all right so diara and ken for the motherfucking 30th time. No, let me stop. Someone did the second time. So, Diara and Ken. If y'all remember, Ken was seen outside talking, supposedly flirting with some girl. And Diara's been especially, exceptionally also quiet about it. You know, just doing her, what it seems like to us, just doing her, minding her business. You know, so here we are. So, this time, Ken was on live or whatever. And. He was seen on live asking this girl, the girl's name I think was Taylor, asking her to do a quote-unquote model walk for him. No. I don't know what that means. Y'all don't know what that means, but y'all automatically took it to be cheating. Um, Well, I'd be a little suspicious too, especially if you have no accolades to judge somebody's model walk. But yeah, like I said, so... Twitter at this point is begging Diara to do her and leave Ken because clearly he doesn't care. And it's like, damn. <laughs> okay, damn. But yes, so Ken released a statement following the event or whatever happened. So I got, you know, I had to bring the tea. So Ken says, At some point, y'all will realize that constantly attacking someone's character and actions despite not knowing what happens behind closed doors is wrong. You all assume you know everything, but in reality, know nothing. You want me to be the bad guy? Fine. You run without a context clip. You run without a context clips 
instead of watching the full thing just for a few views and sound bites and for what for what reason my entire stream knew what was happening and we had a good time and that was two weeks ago but i guess the content well dried up and i became the only option hope it was worth it but this is a reminder to anyone looking to start a career online people with flaws and invisible mistakes will blow up your flaws and mistakes to make themselves feel better and will paint your image around it i wish everyone well as i always have never wanted to be in drama but somehow i found my way into it and that's something i take full responsibility for shit happens sometimes and we don't always have to understand it but instead live with it i love myself but the internet has made me hate myself but hey they think we're not human apparently to my mom diara family friends Love all of y'all and just know that you all impacted my life in many ways and I'll never forget what each of you have done for me. Be blessed and remember to love yourself. Some will say he's just playing victim and others will understand. It's no longer for me to decide because I no longer care. Not y'all giving Ken the 13th reason. Okay. Anyway, look, I can't speak on cheating. I can't speak on this. I do, I do understand what he's saying to get to play devil's advocate. I'm not saying he's innocent, but people on the internet, it's the same people, the same type of people who came at me and Gurley for episode nine. People with very much so mistakes, very much... People who really shouldn't be saying shit to people at all want to have the biggest hand in your, want to be the biggest um, talker in your conversation, want to be the biggest speaker, talking about some, oh, you need to do this, oh, you need to do that. Miss me with it. And at the end of the day, I wasn't there for the live. And a lot of people who were commenting on this weren't there either. So, know your role, bitch. I wasn't there for the live. I understand why people would be upset, but I don't understand how y'all act more upset than Tiara. If she is minding her business, mind yours. Okay, cool. So, that's enough of that. Our flavor of the day today is situationships. If you slow, oh, that's another way I call a situationship. So... What is a situationship? A situationship is basically a relationship that's undefined. You feel me? The limit does not exist, you know. <laughs> For my math people, you get it? <laughs> that's a new slide though. <laughs> I don't even think I used that correctly, actually. Yeah, I graduate in like a week and I still don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so y'all just go together. Like, you know how people be like, yeah, we go together. Y'all just go together. That's it. No title. Forget it, right? So, situations involve and revolve. Involve and revolve, two different words. Physical intimacy. So, basically, sex. Um, things that a regular platonic friendship don't have. So, friends with benefits is another example of a situationship, basically. 
So, what is the problem with being in a situationship? Let's talk about it since I got time today. For one, your situationship is never established. That's what it is in the definition. It is never, it is an undefined relationship, correct? So, you are sexually involved with a person who simply has no interest in committing to you. Besides, you know fucking your body i guess i don't know so the boundaries are a lot less clear in a situationship so this leaves more room for argument like if you're in a situationship y'all are always bickering and arguing because at the end of the day y'all never defined what y'all could do separately together y'all never defined any of that so now y'all gonna bicker and argue because you just don't know and essentially for the person who doesn't really know that they're in a situationship or is recently just realizing it they're going to be the ones who probably begin the arguments a lot more um and i'm saying this from experience uh so don't come to me like seriously like if you are the one who didn't know that you were in a situationship you are going to be the one who picks the most fights because at the end of the day you were just left in the dark and it's not your fault you feel me it's not but you do have to understand the role that you played in that situation coming about so we'll talk about that in a second but yes so there's a lack in your situationship there is a lack of emotional attachment you feel me so what is keeping you around that situationship what essentially won't let you go is you latching on to the physical intimacy to replace your lack of emotional intimacy we all need emotional intimacy i don't care how hard you are if you've been in prison i don't care how hard you think you are all that stuff everybody needs emotional intimacy so what a situationship does is strip away that emotional intimacy or if anything gives the bare minimum amount of emotional intimacy just to keep that other person around just to keep the sex interesting just to keep the sex you know nice and slow okay i'm done but yes so situationships in the long run also can decrease your self-esteem and even increase your feelings of loneliness i know it's shitty anyway so i'm breathing the tea and i'm here to give you guys the play-by-play on situationships and talk about how the fuck we're about to get out of these shits so i hope you listen to me and i hope you take my advice just a little bit all right let's get started so how to know if you are in a situationship according to hellorelish.com so i found this little i found this little article online but i had to like remix it a little bit only because i don't know i just made it to fit my personality so i can help y'all out better okay so first like i said the relationship is undefined the limit does not motherfucking exist on where that relationship can go because y'all don't know if y'all are in a short-term commitment y'all don't know if y'all are in a long-term commitment you feel me 
Two, inconsistency. So there's an inconsistency on one part. You know, they say they'll do one thing and then they don't do it. And now you're angry because they did not do that one thing. You know, the back and forth of inconsistency. Like one day they want to be emotionally intimate with you. The next day they don't. They just want you for your physical. The next day they don't. You know, like it's just the back and forth. It's inconsistent behavior. Nothing consistent with an actual relationship. It's just sporadic behavior that you don't even... You can't even distinguish between, you know what I'm saying? So, three, no mention of planning the future. So, in a relationship, there's always talk of the future. Even if it's something as planning ahead in five months. Oh, in five months, we're going to go to this concert. Um, talks of next week, we're going to... If there's no talking of the future. So, like, perfect way to explain it. You cannot set anything up with them for the future. So you can't say, hey, next week, can we do, because it's always going to be, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I got to see what I'm doing next week. I got to see what it's about. If they do that, they have no clear plan for the future. So they, all they want from you is the moment. So when they feel like they need you in the moment, that's when they'll call you. That's when they'll set something up. But it is only to serve them for the present. It is never to serve them for the long term or in the future. Feel me? Quote, unquote. Oh, four. Quote, unquote. They weren't looking for anything serious. This has to. So this has to work with the other signs in order for them to um, intersect. So what I mean is. So, if they tell you in the beginning that they weren't looking for anything serious, right? But then you guys start dealing with each other long term. Take what they say to you at face value. You feel me? Take what they say to you at face value. Because just because you're dealing with each other long term, if they told you that in the beginning that they weren't looking for anything serious listen to them until they say i want something serious with you because then if they don't want anything serious and things look like they're getting serious the inconsistency is going to come about they won't define the relationship just to keep you around because they like something about you they just don't like enough of you to be in a relationship with you you feel me so along with that they won't plan for the future y'all just be together to go together for however long that that rocks however long y'all rocking you feel me so five you never meet their friends i mean eventually like y'all should meet each other's friends i'm telling you if you want to get to know somebody meet their friends meet their friends see how they act around their friends okay um in one of my relationships i hated my man's friends hated them pro complete assholes my friends were there they treated my friends like fucking like they had never seen pussy before so immediately if that wasn't one of the red flags that i got that was definitely number 56. The number, the 56 one that I ignored. But that's not important. Anyway. Six. 
the lack of a deeper connection. So like I said, everything is physical. It's always they want to fuck. Very surface level. No really, like you can't really, you know, I keep stuttering. You know that you cannot talk to them about anything serious because you're not going to get the reaction that you're seeking. You feel me? You're not going to get the, you're not going to get what you want to hear. You're simply just going to say, oh wow, crazy. Very surface level. Or even the the vice versa version of it they won't tell you anything past pardon y'all they're doing construction in the area but yeah they won't tell you anything past anything that surface level if you ask them what's wrong oh nothing because they don't see you they don't see you as somebody that they can talk to they talk to their bros before they talk to you they talk to their sisters before they talk to you depending on who's in the situation shit Okay, so eight. Oh, sorry, lost my head. Seven. It's convenient. So, like I said, everything is in the moment. No future. Everything is. You tell them I want to do something next week. I don't know. Or they'll say yes. Next week comes. Now nah, you know I was trying to go out elsewhere. You're not a priority, so it'll be very easy to reschedule you. Sit. A bitch can't read Roman numerals. Eight. No dates. If y'all ain't get in the crib all the time, this has to also intersect with something else because I'm lazy. So if y'all ain't get in the crib all the time, right? No definition. Y'all never go outside. Um, if you go, do go outside, it's never with any friends. You're not going anywhere really public. Or you go to a party and y'all act mad standoffish. You know what I'm saying? You're in a situation. And last, they are seeing other people. I shouldn't even have to explain that. If they're seeing other people, honey, focus on yourself. All right. So there are some... Well, before I get into that, there, these are just telltale signs of a situationship. You know what I'm saying? These... I don't want you to be using this as a checklist, but I feel like if you check off more than, let me see how many I have here. I have, <clears throat> I have nine. If you check off about four or five of these, chances are you're in a situation ship. Um, that's really it. You know what I'm saying? Like there are ways to prevent it, but once you realize you're in a situation ship, and you don't want to be in one, it's time to get ready. Because you're essentially about to break your own heart because the person you want to be with doesn't see you as more than just a moment. Damn, that's sad as shit. Sorry, friend. Okay. There are ways to prevent situationships. And Bree's going to tell you. Okay, so in the beginning, be sure to speak on your intentions early. One thing before you can define the relationship is tell them what you are seeking. Because once you tell them what you are seeking, there is no room for error unless you settle. So along with letting them know what you're seeking, you also have to monitor what you all are doing to make sure that it is aligning with what you are seeking. You feel me? You shouldn't be... You shouldn't be 
saying I want a relationship and then allow somebody to open the door for a situation that you clearly didn't want to be in. You feel me? So let's say you get past the first one. You mentioned your intentions early and you see things are starting to transition into something more serious, but the conversation hasn't been had yet. Start the conversation. What the fuck are we? It'll save you a lot of time. I'm telling you, situationships, all they do is waste time. And when you get to save your time, there's nothing that makes you happier. Okay. Um, next, right? That's what, that's another way. Three, communicate. Everything that I said before this has to do with communication. So the overall theme of this is to freaking communicate. Once you communicate every step of the way, like I said, there's literally little to no room for a margin of error. Where we fuck up is where we do not communicate. Where we do not communicate our confusion. Where we do not communicate how we feel. If you just communicate, I'm sure you can get your way out of a situation ship. Before it even starts at that. So now you're saving yourself the heartache. You're saving yourself the frustration. You're saving yourself the anger. You're saving yourself the loneliness. All of it. So, next. So, well, key point, okay? Situationships thrive where there is a lack of communication and boundaries because you are basically telling your counterpart that the limit does not exist and you are willing to provide pieces of you that should be exclusive to relationships. Once you give that out for free, and I'm not saying people pay you to be in a relationship, but I'm just saying you're giving your time, your energy for free with nothing in return relationships are all about emotional currency so emotional money there has to be an even exchange you're a consumer you're also somebody a a seller or a or a provider you know what i'm saying like once you provide a certain amount of emotional intimacy you should be also expecting that back but when you open the door for situationships especially with the lack of communication and you're providing these aspects of yourself for free and getting nothing back Nah. Nah. It's not it, Ducks. It's not. Okay? So, but, I want you guys to, to understand also that situationships aren't just about sex. You feel me? Sex is not also exclusive to relationships. But what people tend to not notice are the other things that they provide along with sex that enable these connections you feel me so for example being loyal to a situationship so the situationship is happening correct it's not just about sex but once you provide loyalty to the situationship as in you are treating that person like they are your only one treating them like it's a relationship like you guys are monogamous it's something that really shouldn't be monogamous you feel me we fucked up we gotta go back now we gotta reverse uno reverse you feel me so the one thing I could tell anybody is to never be loyal to a situationship. I'm saying this from experience. You understand? Years of your youth will go to waste being to loyal being loyal to someone who cannot see you for past the moment. Mind you, if they had just planned the future with you, all those years wouldn't go to waste. Because literally they want you for the moment, then they're done, or they've been fulfilled for that day. 
But then they want to see you next week. Ten, is that not the future? You'd make yourself a lot easier. You would make shit a lot easier for yourself if you just respected what you wanted. Both parties. Both parties. You feel me? So, it's my turn to give tidbits on my experience with situationships. So, there's two situationships that I've been in. Um, both of them served a really good, important lesson to me. But why I'm going to talk about them is because one of them, I didn't see it as a situation. Well, one of them, I figured it out to be a situationship later on. So it didn't take me long to figure out what it was. The second one, I really did not know at all. And I'll talk about how I ended things. I'll talk about all that stuff. So let's get started, okay? So we're going to talk about the first one where I figured out I was in one, okay? So this is like fake, uh, this is another fake tender tale. So y'all getting technically three tender tales today. So also as a little tidbit, you know, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so three tender tales today. Good. Y'all lucky. So, first one, right? So, I think I've told this story before, so I'm just going to rehash it real quick. I forgot what episode I talked I think I talked about it in Dating Dilemmas. Yeah, Dating Dilemmas Part 1, if you really want to hear, like, the in-depth details, but I'm just going to skate past it. So, 2018, match somebody, um, real cute, and we had started texting, right? It took me a lot to ask for his number. I asked for his numbers first. So, we're texting, and... You know, I tell him, I'm like, uh, I really want to get to know you more. Like, I think, I was like, I don't like texting for too long. Um, I'm a person, I like phone calls. I like being in the person's vicinity, especially if I'm interested in you over text. So, the fastest way to just get through it is to actually text me. Like, I mean, excuse me, actually, like, link with me. Let's talk, let's go out, let's do things. So, I explain that to him, and he goes, yeah, okay. So one day I told him, you know, during my break at school, let's grab a coffee. Let's go for a walk. It was a nice day outside. Let's do this. Let's do that. Right. Or let's go grab salads. Right. So he's like, all right, bet. Asked him the night before. Yeah, bet. The day of. Right. I had a break from, I think, three to six, something like that, 12 to six. So I'm ready. Right. I, I put my lashes on. I'm all cute. So, 12 o'clock, you know when you're linking with somebody, you're always supposed to message them the, the morning of, just to ensure that you are going. So, the morning of, texted him, hey, we still on for today? Nothing. One passes, two passes, three passes. Mind you, we're supposed to meet at three. Three passes, nothing. Four passes, nothing. Five passes, nothing. Six passes, nothing. 6.30 when I'm in class again because I only had a break till 6.30 I get a text saying oh my fault I was asleep I was like huh I was like okay I was like but I'm not gonna plan the next one like if you wanna if you wanna hang out next time you have to plan it okay weeks went by nothing was said about another plan so i got tired again and i did it again i said let's link the same thing happened again in the exact same fashion on a break don't hear from him and then text me when i'm back in class practice whatever i was in talking about oh my fault so 
at that point I didn't even see violence I didn't see red this was just the beginning of a situationship festering right so I proceeded to do me I kind of stopped answering him um I started dating again seeing other people and it's just like y'all niggas know when shit's not working out so I went on a uh when I told you guys about the tinder tale about the baby daddy um on my last day when he had ghosted me and I blacked on him coincidentally this one messaged me as well and I was like you know I was supposed to meet up with so I answered and I was like you know I'm supposed to meet up with somebody and they flopped on me and he said you know they're a very stupid person or they he said that the guy is dumb as hell for not linking with you so you call yourself stupid too not important so you know so I'm like how did you know it's a he he's like I know it's a he um and then I was like okay so then after that you know we kept talking here and there so this is so at that point we had taken like I had taken like a four month break from speaking to him so we started speaking again and then one day during spring break I was like yo you free today he's like yeah I'm like okay we're seeing each other and that birthed the situation shit the same cycle that I was telling you about of messaging to hang out then them then him not being available kept happening over and over and over and over again over the course of a year and a half and it's like but th what was different about him was everything was about intention you know oh i'm gonna make you mine so you know when i'm telling my friends about this man and won't let like i'm in a situation with i seem i thought it was okay because he always talked about the intentions for the future but at the end of the day men can also do that just to keep you around because they know the emotional intimacy is what you want so if they express that to you as a long-term goal whether or not they see that for themselves or not boom they got you you're sold literally okay so um basically so after a while i realized i was in a situation again so i essentially started doing me um dating a bunch of people while also keeping him around so every time him and i got into an argument you know i was dating other people um eventually he wanted to take me seriously and i told him that i had dealt with somebody else in between and he was like you know he was like we could start over and i'm like i just told you i was with somebody else and you want to start over no so he, he, mind you, on the course of this entire situation, like, I was getting blocked, unblocked, blocked, unblocked, blocked, unblocked. I've never been blocked by somebody before like this. So, blocked, unblocked, blocked, 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 what? Sir. So, starting in February again of 2020, I had seen him again. Um, and shit just felt different. And later on, during quarantine, him and I had established that things really felt different. So, I didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. So, towards the end, I found somebody, coincidentally, my next situationship, found somebody that I thought was in it for the long term. So, I told him, I was like, you know, we can no longer speak. And I got blocked. Again. And told thanks for nothing. Everybody's things thing. My fault. I thought we went together. Stink, stink. Anyway, so 
Now I drop I dropped the situ I dropped this situation ship for the new situation ship and I didn't know. Oh, I like these stories. They just segue into each other so nicely. So this situation ship, here's where I fucked up. Okay. So well I didn't really fuck up. Things seem serious. Don't make me back out the receipts. Okay? Cause when I told him I dropped this other situation ship, nigga said, Oh, I could good because I thought I was gonna have to shoot somebody. What? But you mean to tell me this is a situation shift? Stink, stink. So, essentially, we talked every night. This is a new situation shift. We talked every night till well into the morning hours. Every night. Um, we saw each other frequently. I even brought him around my friends. And that was the part that killed me the most. Because I brought him around my friends. And... For someone who's been in a relationship before, I only ever brought one other person around my friends. So, and it's been three years since that. So, brought him around my friends. You know, my friends asked of his intentions. But he purposed his intentions in a way that still made my friends approve him. Because my friends understood my intentions. They knew exactly what I was looking for. So for them to approve of him, he had to say enough to make them say, oh, she's in good hands. Am I wrong or am I wrong? Doesn't matter. I'm right. And no, I'm in my right or am I right? Because I'm right. So whatever. That's how, whatever. So introduce him to our friends. He hangs out with me and my friends a number of times. He actually goes out with, like, me and Joe, and we all had, like, a great old time bonding and shit, drunk as hell, in the middle, like, freaking Brooklyn and shit. Like, we were having a good time, correct? So, towards the end, you know, essentially, we were supposed to go our separate ways. We were supposed to become, it was supposed to be, it was going to become long distance. So I asked, you know, it took a lot. I don't have conversations. I'm very horrible at communication. I have a deep seated root. I have a deep rooted fear of rejection comes from my family. So it takes a lot for me to have that. What are we conversation? Because it literally stumps me and makes me anxious for however long I know that I need to have that conversation. So, you know, I muster up the courage because it just he wasn't speaking he didn't tell me anything about what was going to happen when it became long distance so i said you know what what's going to happen when you go to school muster up the energy at the end of like, like on the last day of me seeing him i'm like yo what's going to happen i don't know i don't know who going to be where i'm going to be at but you know what i'm saying it be it wouldn't be fair to to you know string you along like that and i'm like So from April to August, wasn't stringing me along. Brought him to a, fun a function, brought him around my friends. My friends met him, like, to the point where after, like, that, I'm not, yeah, no, that was one of the biggest heartbreaks because I essentially invested a lot of myself seeing that, thinking that I was building a friendship with someone that I thought was going to be like my best friend, my partner. So, you know, even Joe asked me why, like every time we used to hang, like if he, if Joe heard us, overheard us on the phone and there was like a pregnant pause, Joe was like, yeah, I'm not going to insert, I love you. And at that point, and what I never noticed what a red flag was for me was I didn't even notice that 
I wasn't ready to say I love you because I wasn't sure. Like, I genuinely wasn't sure. Like, there's certain instances where I, I need you to say it first because I genuinely am not sure what the response is going to be. And that's how deeply rooted my fear of rejection is. So, you know, then he goes to separate ways. And I'm like, damn. So, yo, when I tell you for, like, a week, I'm out of commission, crying, trying to find myself. Had to go biking by myself. I don't even like going biking alone but I did it because I, I was trying to prove to myself that I didn't need to, to depend on somebody to do something so like when I tell people like when people ask me what's my biggest heartbreak it'll never be with the actual relationships it's always with my situationships because I was crying and I was dealing with it for months to the point where and it was it was never resolved because people would keep coming up to me and asking me what happened because I basically still presented him on a silver platter to people. So what happened? I'm not saying they had a right to ask, but when you meet somebody, especially people who don't even, I think people started seeing me as like asexual or something because I never talk about it. I never really talk about being in a relationship with somebody. You know what I'm saying? So when people saw them, saw me and him, now they're asking like, so what happened? I don't know. And it just kept the situation just kept rehashing because I had to explain myself to a whole lot of people and you know the people who were asking were most people who do know me very fairly well so I did feel like I owed them an explanation because I introduced this person to you as somebody I was seeing dating when it turns out I wasn't really dating them but all of this to say that what are we conversation is very important extremely important it needs to be had early okay i mean it if you're going to take one piece of advice from me that have that conversation communicate understand what you want and do not want and do not allow space for what you do not want period okay if i could redo my situationships honestly I would give more importance to the what are we conversation. I would let my intentions be more known and I would honestly advocate for myself a lot better instead of settling for what someone is willing to give me. Just situationships is just a lack of respect for yourself and your needs and your wants unless you really want to be there. And don't also, what I wish somebody told me was if somebody tells you something, take it at face value. Do not convince yourself that just that their actions are showing you something different. At the end of the day, their actions are there to deceive you. Okay, so let's move on. So for my Q&T time, I got a question. So so now you're in a situationship. So how the fuck do you get out one? So usually when I hear when people um, hear situationships, they associate toxicity with it. If it's toxic, just leave and cease all contact completely blocking all of that. No more. Blocking until you feel comfortable to see them and not care. You understand? Get out. Get out. Okay. So, in the funniest, most fastest, also most ironic way to end the situation shit is to really bring up the what are we conversation. That will cease it all. Yo, yo, let me tell you something. If you're in a situation and you want to get rid of him, tell him, ask him, what are we? Nick gonna go. Gone. Poof, be gone. Oop, get back. Okay, I'm gonna stop this another TikTok. Sorry. All right. 
And then last, well, well, so when you have the what are we conversation, chances are this will cause a disagreement again. And because the other person will say, I thought you knew what this was. Oh my God, that's that's their favorite line. Somebody who causes a situation and is the root, the be all and end all, will always say, I thought you knew what this was. You didn't tell me stink stink. Then, also, well, to be fair, if they even knew what this was, they would have told you. Men who know what they want will tell you. Women who know what they want will tell you. I've had men who say, listen, I just got out of a relationship and I'm seeking a friends with benefits situationship type thing. And if you're into it, let's do it. So why would you deal with somebody who's just going to lie and gaslight you the whole way? Okay. So finally, my toxic answer is to keep them around until you find the person of your dreams. Get your dick, girl. Catch your coochie, man. Especially if they're giving you some good, do what you got to do until you find that person. Understand that they are temporary. Treat them as if they are temporary. Once you figure out that you're in a situation, I promise you that will solve your problems. But that's a toxic way. That's a toxic side of Brianna that's answering that. And let's get into our Tinder tale. Before I get out of here, Tinder tales, Tinder tales, come on all us, Tinder tales. Okay, I'm done. I don't know how to get I'm going I'm to remix it, I promise. So... <laughs> My tender tale is a funny little tidbit. I'm only going to take three minutes to explain this. <laughs> but yes. So, I matched this guy in May of 2018. Right out, fresh out of my relationship. Um, and he was the first one who was like, yo, you fine as fuck. Like, da 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 you fine as fuck. You fine as fuck. I'm like, Me? And I'm not saying I was, you know, low self-esteem, but you know, it's it's a different it's different when somebody says you're beautiful than you find it. God damn, girl. You know? So he was that god damn girl. So we started talking and <laughs> everything I could see was sexual. But I didn't want to believe my eyes. So I was basically gearing myself up for another situation. And I didn't know. So everything was purely sexual. And I never gave myself the respect to tell myself, yo, what he wants is not what you are seeking. So get away. But I fooled myself to think that what he was talking about was okay. So he... We kept talking for a while. So then we finally decided to link. This is going to be the shortest story ever. We decided to link just because I wanted to hang out, get to know him more. Um, I knew he wasn't a catfish because at the time, I'm just name drop because he's my friend. So at the time, Liberta was going to the same school as him and they happened to have the the same classroom consecutively. So when I sent him, when I sent her his picture, she saw him walking out of class. So we knew he was real. Was I talking to Stink Stink? We'll never know. But hey, no, I was. I was. I was. So, um, so we decided to hang out. So I get ready, you know, get pretty. All of this, I'm excited, you know, because we, we had two different schedules. So we were very busy. So to get one day was a lot. I'm ready and I'm waiting for him to say, you know, get on the train. Y'all, when I finally get a text from him, it's way after I was supposed to meet him. And he sends me a picture of him in an ambulance.
I'm like, what the fuck? And this is how you know I ain't shit. Because I was like, get the fuck up and walk out. I didn't say it, but not you playing me. Now all of a sudden you in an ambulance. Like, that gave me big, big, big catfish vibes. I should have called Neve. Because that's what happens in every single catfish episode. They want to link with the person. The person ends up in a ditch somewhere. Or they get into an accident. Or all of a sudden they sick. Or they baby daddy don't want to babysit their kids. It just turns into a whole lot. So for him to do that to me, I was like... Okay. Long story short, I never set up to link with him again, and that's how short this story is. We still talk to each other sometimes. He still like um comments on my pictures and stuff, cause he still thinks I need locks. I do, but that's not important. Anyway, that's my Tinder tale. Kind of short, kind of concise, but hey, it is what it is. Thanks for listening to Thursday's RFT podcast. I can't wait to see you next week Thursday for your cup full of tea. Okay. Make sure you follow me on all types of social media. Um, Let me know what you think about this episode and if the advice was good. Hit me up. Let me know what you thought. Um, I'll take all. I need you all to hit me up and let me know what you thought. If you experienced this, um, tell me what you wish somebody told you um, before you got into a situation. Okay. All right. Love you guys. See you next week.